our first reading is from the book of Colossians, and it's chapter 1. The book of Colossians, chapter 1, and it's on page 1117 of the Church Bibles. Colossians 1, starting to read halfway through verse 9, up to verse 20. So halfway through verse 9 says, We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. This is the word of the Lord. And if you'd like to stand for our gospel reading, please, which is taken from Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, starting to read at verse 33, and it is on page 1001 of the Church Bibles. So 33 to 43, Luke 23, 33. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others, let him save himself, if he's God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him, They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was written a notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. 
Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly, I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Let's just pray together. Dear Lord, we come together today to remember you as Christ the King. Reveal that truth into our hearts today and bless these words. We pray in your name. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It's great to see you all and great to be here today. Um, there's a lot there, isn't there? I think, first of all, with those two readings, there's um, so much, which is fantastic. Fantastic for you, fantastic for us, this revelation of the Lord. Um, we're not going to cover it all in 10 minutes, but I think what we're invited to do is take these things away and to reflect on them and to meditate. Um, but let's start that now and um, let's explore them in our time together. Well, first of all, an amazing contrast. I think that's clear between the two readings. Um, it makes me think of the spectrum of emotions that are held towards Jesus, from myth to Messiah, from despised to divine, scourged to saviour, 2,000 years ago and then today. From our Luke reading, where you just wonder, don't you, how could they have got it so wrong? And then today, well, what are the triggers today that force people away from Jesus? If we think of the existence of militant atheism, we still see Jesus not just rejected, but continued to be mocked and sneered and hated. So it wasn't just that he was shunned, being ignored would have been one thing, but he was despised. He was rejected. He fled stoning. He was rejected by some of the greatest religious minds around. What hurt that must have been for him. And here in our gospel reading, we step into Jesus' mistreatment at his worst. As people who love the Lord, it's, it's hard to read. It should be hard to read. The mocking and the sneering, the insulting. It's a reading that even as you read it, the expressions, well, they take care of themselves. You know exactly how those words would have been spoken. But also as we reflect, what about the great strength? in submission we see here, the self-sacrifice for Jesus to humble himself, open himself to vulnerability when it was more than within him to shake off those chains and burst out of what bound him. Remember the words of the, uh, the servant king, come see his hands and his feet, the scars that speak of sacrifice. Hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrendered. This is our God, the servant king. And as we go on, the cruelty in the comments, Jesus almost transcends the situation. On one hand, the jeering, the mocking, the goading. But then with Jesus, if you filter his words from the rest, what do you find? Father, forgive them, 
they don't know what they're doing. And later, truly I tell you, today you'll be with me in paradise. One man sees it, amongst all the haters. Who knows how he got to this point? How does he know Jesus is the Messiah? When did his knowledge or experience of Jesus begin? Is it just desperation bringing him to speak? Or is there something more? What's his backstory? Wouldn't we love to know? So the theme today is Christ the King. Well, what kind of king? As I said at the start, the two readings could not be more different in so many ways because we go from here into our Colossians reading. And from there we scale great heights as we're invited to glorify Jesus through the words and reflections of Paul. Paul gives him so many accolades, reinforcing Jesus' divinity, his role in the Godhead, his presence even from creation. All fullness dwelling in him. I was having a look around as I was getting this ready and um, it's believed by many that Paul is using uh, the words of a, a, a hymn or a poem from that time which was written to remind people and celebrate all that was believed about Jesus. And that could well be true if you look at it. It kind of makes the text make sense. There will also be debates in lecture halls about the divinity of Jesus. But our reading today reminds us of a key point in the argument. Right from the beginning, Jesus was preached as being one with the Father, the fullness of God dwelling in him. Paul seems to know what he thinks on the matter. So the theme today, Christ the King, what kind of king is this? It's almost an overwhelming assortment of attributes, titles, accolades and achievements. You could sit with just one of them for days. He is nothing less than the image of the invisible God. If we see Jesus, we see God. That alone is incredible. He's a God who is not distant, but in Jesus has fully revealed himself. He is firstborn among the dead. Because of him we know death is not the end. That alone is great news. The Easter news. Hope for every one of us. And he has reconciled all things to himself. Through his costly yet freely given death on the cross. Jesus had done it all. He has already won. Today, I think our readings should just lead us to wonder, lead us to silence, lead us to praise. This is Jesus who we meet today, who intercedes for us, who understands our pain, who carries the fullness of God, who was there from the beginning, who is the firstborn among the dead, and who did it all for us. So let's sit with these words. Let's absorb their truth. Let's hold them in the quietness. This is our God.
Lord, we thank you for these words today. Thank you that you are Christ the King. But thank you, Lord, too, for the type of King that you are. Lord, help us to sit with these words. Help us to sit with all these things which we are reminded and revealed to about you. And Lord, be speaking to us. Thank you, Lord, for all that you are and all that you have achieved. And thank you, Lord, that at the center of it all is your great love for us. We pray in your name. Amen.